Hi everyone, my name is Gabriel and this is the Hour of the Raven, your channel for everything Ravenloft, RPG, Dungeons and Dragons and horror. Today we will explore the secrets of the mysterious Duke Gundar, the vampire and former Dark Lord of the domain of Gundarak. Before we start, however, I would like to clarify the sources of research on the obscure Duke Gundar. Our object of study, Duke Narov Gundar, has very little information in Ravenloft's official books. Having ceased to be a Dark Lord before the events of the Grand Conjunction, he became one of the most obscure characters of the setting and does not have statistic or artwork in any official product. The official narrative states that he returned from death and there was at least the intention to bring the character back in the third edition of Dungeons and Dragons. Luckily for us, the Ravenloft fan community filled this void, creating a lot of content about the ancestral vampire. A good part of these records are in netbooks, online and free books organized by fan communities dedicated to Ravenloft. Among them is The Secrets of the Kagatain, a webpage that has already been pointed out by wizards as the official Ravenloft fan site a few years in the past and whose members later came to work with Ravenloft's official products in the third edition. Although I wanted to cover the content created in some of these excellent articles on Dukunda, I was unable to find or get any response from their authors, and therefore I cannot take the liberty of addressing their creation on my videos. That said, the video will only contain official information about Ravenloft products, considered canonical or at least potentially canonical information, extracted from materials excluded from official products. Non-canonical materials extracted from these netbooks will only be referenced in the video, but not detailed. Are you ready? After meeting the tyrannical Duke Gundar in a forest in the domain of NVIDIA, we are enslaved by his dominant gaze we begin to serve the monstrous vampire. On full moon nights, we are its wolf monsters, and during the day, we act as his guardians, eyes and ears, spying for the ancestral undead. Power in destiny, that the dark powers that rule this land conspire for a greater purpose. So know that the chains that imprisoned me have shattered, and the Duke Narov Gundar hunts again in the night in search of revenge. Duke Gundar is an ancestral vampire who was once the Dark Lord of the domain of Gundarak. Betrayed by his closest allies and murdered by a band of adventurers, he returned from his state of torpor and now walks again through the demiplane of dread in search of revenge. Duke Gunda is one of the most obscure characters in the Lands of the Mists. The figure of a noble and vampire ruler has strong inspiration in the character of Dracula by Bram Stoker, but little information was given on the official setting 
about this character. Duke Gundar first appeared in the official box of the campaign setting in the 1990s Rimeloth's Realm of Terror. He was mentioned as the Dark Lord of Gundarak, who received no artwork or statistics. In the Grand Conjunction adventure Feast of Goblins, he is mentioned as one of the conspirators along with Dr. Dominiani, but he does not appear in the adventure. The module just indicates that more information about him can be found in the Realm of Terror box set, which, as we already said, does not present information about the Dark Lord. Duke Kunda makes a brief appearance in the novel Night of the Black Rose, in which his strained relationship with Count Strahd is shown, as they send and torture spies who are sent by both rulers to each of the domains. In this novel, Lord Sof is influenced by Count Strahd and goes to Castle Unadora to fight Duke Gundar. Despite Gundar's son being murdered, Duke Gundar and Lord Sof reach a stalemate in their confrontation, which ends without winners. Life in Gundarak under the yoke of Duke Gundar is also briefly described in the novel Tapestry of Dark Souls. When the camping setting was revised and updated in 1994, in the box that later became known as the Red Box, Duke Gundar was assassinated and Gundarak's domain was absorbed by the domains of Barovia and Nvidia. The choice to exclude Duke Gundar makes sense from the point of view of the camping setting. Duke Gundar was a vampire Dark Lord who ruled the domain next to Count Strahd's Barovia and Strahd was a more developed and famous character. In the official products, Gundar is described as a despotic tyrant, and although he was an older vampire than Strahd, he had a weaker will. However, these characteristics were not enough to validate his permanence in the setting, and with two Dark Lords who are noble vampires so close to each other, he ended up being considered redundant and remove it from the setting. The details about his death were not clearly present at the time, although it was later indicated that it was related to the events of the Feast of Goblins adventure. Wunda was betrayed by his ally, Dr. Dominiani, and murdered by adventurers with a stake piercing his heart. He would make his return to the setting in the supplement Children of the Night Werebeasts in the Missing Bones adventure, when the stake is removed from his chest and he returns to life. After this event, however, no more information is presented about Duke Gundar in official books of Ravenloft. According to an interview given by one of the authors of the setting, in the third edition era, the return of Duke Gundar and his statistic should have appeared in the Ravenloft Gazetteer 4, but such material was cut from the book due to space problems. According to the aforementioned interview, in the material cut from the Ravenloft Gazetteer 4, Duke Gundar would appear as a human vampire of eminent age, having 6 levels as an aristocrat and 10 levels as a warrior. In the second edition of Dungeons & Dragons, we had an excellent article written by Pierre Gomes van Ruden on the netbook 
Book of Secrets, which details Duke Kundar's statistics and past. In this article, Duke Kundar is described as being tall and burly, with a bestial appearance, with a face covered with a thick beard. Regarding Duke Kundar's appearance, if I may speculate, I believe that the material in the third edition prepared the ground for giving a more distinct look to Duke Kundar. The book Ravenloft Gazetteer 1, dealing with the history of Barovia, links the origins of the Gundarakite people to the Nureni, a horde of barbarians and horse riders who invaded Barovia in the remote past. The reference to an invading horde of horse riders remind me of the Mongol hordes of our own world, and their period of invasion and conquest under the leadership of the famous Genghis Khan. This connection is even more evident when they mention the Gundarak religion, the cult of Eren, and suggest that it's a demonic god of death, originally known as Iglek Khan, using the suffix Khan, usually associated to leaders of the Mongolian civilization. Despite this, at no time are the people of the Grundarakite ethnic group described in the books as having the physical characteristics of an Eastern physiognomy. So, I took the liberty of using as reference for the images in the video the figure of Baron Sangir of the Magic the Gathering card game, a noble vampire with a more Eastern influence, closer to what I imagine of a Khan conqueror and warlord than a birded warrior. All the information present about Duk Mundar agrees that he was a cruel despot, and that any slip of his subjects could cause him to break out in fury. Gunda was not a man of subtleties, and was more brutal and direct in his actions. After his resurgence, he seems to rule his action by a terrible fury and desire for revenge in a more bestial way. As a combatant, Gunda is a terrible opponent. He is a skilled warrior and has superhuman strength. When he fights an army, he likes to grab his enemy's throat with his scholar's hands and crush their windpipes while draining their life. He has at his disposal all the powers of an eminent vampire, being resistant to spell and immune to normal weapons, and only enchanted weapons of great power can hurt him. His gaze is able to dominate his victims, or causes fear in his opponents. As a Dark Lord, Duke Kundar could close the borders of his domain, conjuring up a mist over the borders, which would leave everyone who tried to cross it lost, eventually bringing them back to Gundarak. After his resurrection, his domain was taken over by the neighboring domains of Barovia and Nvidia, and the monstrous vampire now roams free through the lands of the mists, in search of revenge against those who betrayed him. But what secrets hide the mysterious past of this enigmatic figure, the despot and ancestral vampire? Official sources of the setting reveals little about Duke Narov Gundar's distant past, only stating that in the remote past he was once a hero 
but became a wicked, cruel and sadistic undead, who ruled Gundarak, based on the fear of his subjects. In the Ravenloft Gazetteer 1, it is mentioned that the people of Gundarak are directly related to the people of the Horde of Nereni, who had invaded the ancestral Barovia in the year 230 of the Barovian calendar. In the remote past, this invasion of the Horde swept Barovia by surprise, conquering and looting its territory, until they reached the city of Valaki, where a siege was carried out. The entire invasion lasted about nine months, and after three months of siege on Valaki, the general princess Nikoleta von Zarovich managed to overcome the Nereni Horde, expelling them from Barovia. Although this invasion did not mark Barovia as much as the invasion of the Turks, which would come many years later, to this day the name Nereni is associated in the Baloch language of Barovia with werewolves and shapeshifters. Evidence points out that the people of the Nereni Horde are the same who came to compose the population of Gundarak. Ancient legends of Gundarak history claim that Narov Gundar led his people from the lands to the west where the sun dies, through the Dreadmounts, until they reached the Teprich Forest between the years 251 and 263 of the Barovian calendars. Under the leadership of the Gundar family, the kingdom of Gundarak was formed, with the government passing among the many nobles of the family. All of these governing nobles, however, were just masks and facets used by Duke Narov Gundar to masquerade his undead existence. The tyrannical government of the Gundar family was marked by the heavy taxes and violent and cruel acts of its rulers. So heavy were the fees charged by Gundarak's nobility that a peasant must spend his entire life working to pay such taxes. Duke Gundar saw his subjects as a source of income and taxes, and families that contained elderly, disabled and sick people were fined for their inoperative members. Dukundar also imposed a heavy fine on families who had doctors, on the ground that they would not serve as well in his armies or in his fields, and granted families a period of 15 years to pay this fine, and the penalty of the young women being confiscated by the Gundar family, never to be seen again. Duke Gundar is a warrior and sees magics as something dangerous to be feared. By mystical means, he monitored and hunted spellcasters who used magic in his kingdom, imposing death or servitude on them. Three times popular revolts have risen in those that became known as the first, second and third unwise rebellions in the year 435, 437, and 501 of the Barovian calendar. The popular-led uprisings ended in massacre, with Duke Gundar hanging peasants around the entire ocean that surrounded Castel Unadora, which made all the soil around it infertile. In the last and third unwise rebellion, Duke Gundar murdered and crucified in the Blood Hills all the nobles of Gundarak were not related to his family by blood 
or marriage, regardless of their participation in the insurrection. After these revolts, Duke Gundar adopted the practice of selecting random peasants to assassinate and hang their bodies on the walls of Castronadora and on city streets, as a warning to the future rebellions. Life in Gundarak was oppressive, and even relief in religion could not be found. Duke Gundar has always favored and imposed the cult of the demonic entity Erling, an evil god of death, chaos, and deception. This religion has always been used as a symbol of Duke Gundar's power, and it's believed to derive from a misrepresentation of the demonic prince Ilek Khan, worshipped by the ancient Nereni horde. In the years 556 of the Barovian calendar, Duke Gundar got one of his most dangerous allies, Dr. Daclaud Heinfroth, known by the nickname of Dr. Dominiani. The scientist was plagued by fear that he would one day be overcome by the madness that ran in his family and became obsessed with conducting experiments to cure madness. Kidnapping victims, he drained brain fluids from healthy patients to inject them into mentally ill patients to cure their madness. After some positive signs, and fearing he would be driven crazy, Dr. Dominiani decided to perform the procedure on himself and injected the brain fluids of a healthy patient in his brain. The involuntary donor, however, was a woman, victim of Duke Kundar, who was being prepared to become his vampire bride, being transformed into a vampire companion. The result of the experiment transformed Dr. Dominiani into a new vampire strain, a cerebral vampire, which feeds on brain fluids and is unaffected by sunlight. Duke Kundar intended to destroy Dr. Dominiani for his audacity to destroy one of his brides, but he was intrigued by the result of the experiment, and upon discovering that Dr. Dominiani could not resist his will, he discovered he had a new and powerful servant, making the vampire scientist his closest ally. Gundarak emerged in the lands of the mists in the year 593 of the Barovian calendar. Few details are known about what evil act condemned Duke Gundar and his realm to the lands of the mists. Some point out that Gundar accidentally triggered a portal to the dim plane of dread. Others claim that the darkness of his crimes and brutality against the Gundarakite people had finally caught the attention of the dark powers. Duke Gundar continued to rule with a heavy iron fist having to adapt to the new condition of his mystic prison. Otoki continued to alternate fake personas as Gundarak's ruler. By some supernatural means, Duke Kundar was able to have two children, with a mother whose name has already been lost in history. Madraut, his son, from an early age showed a problematic temperament, but also a great talent for the occult and magic. Tragedy struck the heart of the Gunda family when Medraud, after a fight with his sister, ended up murdering the young girl, bashing her skull. When the blood of Gundar's doctor touched the floor of Castel Nador, 
a black portal opened. Dukunda, who already longed to escape his prison of mists, tried to escape through this portal, but was prevented by strong mystical energies. Neither he nor his son managed to get through the portal, nor anyone who had Gunda blood in his veins. Duke Gunda ordered his doctor's body to be preserved, and for many years he kept it with profane necromantic magic to use her blood and try to experiment with the black portal, all to no avail. The weight of the fratricide and his experiments of black magic took their toll on the little Medrault, and Dukunda's son was imprisoned in the body of a child, just as he was on the day he murdered his sister. The macabre child began to delve into profane arcane experiments and black magic. Despite his power, Dukunda came to see his son as a possible trap, and even tried to secretly send assassins to end the life of this aberration without success. After the emergence of Gundarak in the Land of the Mists, Dukunda and Count Strahd maintained a deep enmity. Seeing themselves as rivals, they constantly sent spies and supernatural servants to spy on the domain of the Order, and when they were discovered by the Dark Lords, they became the subject to intense torture and suffering before having their mortal remains sent back to their masters as a message for their affront. The dispute and veiled war never escalated to an open conflict between the armies of Barovia and Gundarak, but Count Strahd tried to manipulate Lord Sof to assassinate Duke Kundar in the year 720 of the Barovian calendar. When Lord Sof emerged in Barovia, he wandered in search of revenge against the spirit of Karadok and a portal to return to the world of Queen, until he reached the gates of Castle Ravenloft. Upon arriving at the castle, Lord Sof was received by Count Strahd as a guest, and the Count lied to Sof, saying that Karadok's spirit was destroyed when trying to invade his castle. When asked about ways to escape this demiplane of dread, he revealed to Sof that the blood of Duke Gundar, or his family members, when spilled on the floor of Castle daughter, would open a portal out of this demiplane. Lord Sof and his ally, Azrael, traveled to Gundarak to explore the information provided by Count Strahd. They invaded Castle daughter and confronted Duke Gundar and his son Medrod, the spellcaster imprisoned in the child's body. While Soth was battling Duke Gundar, Azrael managed to assassinate Medrod, baiting the floor of the castle with his blood. When the battle between Duke Gundar and Lord Soth came to a halt, the Death Knight announced that he already had what he was looking for and that he did not intend to fight Duke Gundar until death. And Gundar chose to move away from the combat, while Sof and Ezreal entered the magic portal. Duke Gundar was furious at Count Strahd's scheme to murder him, but Medrod's death was convenient, 
as Gundar himself had already begun to see his son as a possible trap. In the year 735 of the Barovian Canada, Duke Gundar and his main vampiric ally, Dr. Dominiani, became involved in a conspiracy to try to assassinate Harkon Lucas, the Dark Lord of Carthagas, and to install Dr. Dominiani as the new Dark Lord of the Domain. Dr. Dominiani seduced Acriel, the doctor of Harkon Lucas, and together they managed to manipulate adventurers to steal the artifact known as the Crown of Diagon. This artifact could allow them to transform humans into goblins, creating a powerful army under their command. The next step in the plan would involve an assassination attempt against Harkon Lucas, but the Dark Lord of Carthagas took steps to sabotage the plan and manipulated the same group of adventurers to dismantle Duke Gundar and Dr. Dominiani's plans. Duke Gundar desired revenge against such adventurers and lured them into a trap by making the adventurers believe that he would be helpless in the sunlight. They were drawn into a death trap. However, Dr. Dominiani, until then one of his most loyal servants, failed to activate the trap and gears that would trap the adventurers and block the daylight, leaving the adventurers at the mercy of Duke Gundar. As a result of the betrayal of Dr. Dominiani, Duke Gundar was impaled with a wooden stake by the adventurers. His body immediately degenerated, becoming just a skeleton traversed by a stake. Only then did Dr. Dominiani set the trap and eliminate the inconvenient adventurers. The remains of Duke Gundar and these adventurers were thrown into a dark cell in the depths of Castle where they should be forgotten. For about four years, Dr. Dominiani ruled over Gundarak, until the mists mysteriously took him away from there. The power vacant in Gundarak stoked the greed of Count Strad and Gabriella there, and after a brief war, the Dominion was conquered and divided by the neighboring kingdoms. Castle Unadora, where Duke Gundar's impaled skeleton resided, was occupied by the forces of Invidia, and was later taken over by the Gundarakite rebels, a group of guerrillas who occupied the forest between Barovia and Gundarak, and fight for the liberation of the Gundarak nation. The group is led by the aristocrat Adon Cisediesa, but the truth is that the leader of the movement is bewitched by Gabriela Dea, the Dark Lord of Invidia, who now occupies Castle Unadora as her home. As the deepest dungeons of Castle Unadora were explored, in search of a secret passage and dark relics, Duke Gundar's bones were found. Without imagining that they were the real body of Duke Gundar, the skeleton with the stake stuck between its ribs was sold at an exorbitant price by the soldiers to Professor Arcanus, the master of an itinerant show. Professor Arcanus is the stage name of Randall Dupree, a man who, after acting impulsively and attacking a beautiful Vistani, was cursed with lycanthropy. He is now a were gorilla and has abandoned his life and previous identity in Demoni. Now, he introduces himself as Professor Arcanus, 
master of mystic arts and guardian of forbidden secrets, leads an itinerant exhibition of authentic occult relics. The items in his display are mostly false, and even Arcanus did not believe that the impaled skeleton was actually the real Dukunda bones. Everything will change in 752 of the Barovian calendar, when foolish attendees of Professor Zarkana's itinerant exhibition decided to remove the stake from Duke Gundar's skeleton. Before long, Gundar's body reformed and fed on the blood of the foolish and unwary who set him free. Duke Gundar was now free again and roamed the lands of the mists, free from his confinement in Gundarak and overcome by murderous fury and the desire for revenge against Dr. Dominiani. This mention in the Children of the Night Werebeasts is the last record we have of Duke Gundar in official Ravenloft sources. In some interviews given by one of the authors of the setting in the third edition, the return of Duke Gundar and his statistics to have appeared in the book Ravenloft Gazentia 4 of the third edition of Dungeons and Dragons but such material was cut out from the book due to space problems. Dukundar would have returned, but he would have suffered from amnesia, and now he was supposed to wander through the woods with a bestial behavior. His mind remained cruel and evil, plagued by flashes and visions of a hazy past in which he was a powerful ruler, overthrown by a traitor named Dominiani. Personally, as a narrator, I would gradually make Duke Gundar recover his old memory and conscience, and turn to two possible goals, revenge against the traitor Dr. Dominiani and the restoration of Gundarak's kingdom. Gundar could play a relevant role in the Gundarakite rebellion, adding yet another supernatural element to the forces fighting for power in the region of Invidia and Barovia. The mysterious Duke Gundar, once an important Dark Lord, remains one of Ravenloft's most obscure Dark Lords, and his past remains shrouded in mystery. What were the crimes that condemned Duke Gundar to his post as Dark Lord of Gundarak? Such information may be forever lost in the mists of Ravenloft. However, many fans of the setting have already created and filled this void with articles that detail the Dark Lord. One of the most detailed articles is in the Book of Secrets, found on the Secrets of the Kagatain website. In this article, written by Pierre Gomez van Ruden, we have the stats for Duke Gundar and a detailed history of the Dark Lord, from his past as a hero of a rebellion against an oppressive regime, to his transformation into a vampire and moral degeneration and even an encounter and confrontation with Strad von Zarovich. In the same book, we have the article Lights in the Fog by Andrew Sermark, describing the character Orlinda Nahel, a heroine of the mists, and how she lost her companion and was maimed in a cruel hunting game promoted by Duke Kundar in Castle Nadora. Finally, I also recommend the article Mort's Kidansant by Joe Packin in the Book of Sacrifices, highlighting a macabre theatrical troupe of undead, 
created by the profane experiments of Duke Kundar and his son Medrald. For many nights, we wandered through the forest on the border of Invidia and Barovia, following as slaves to the will of our vampire master, Duke Kundar. The monstrous eminent vampire is driven by fury, and we are witness to his violent and brutal murders. During the day, some of us guard his resting place, and others are his eyes and ears in search of information and possible allies in his quest for revenge against the traitor Dr. Dominiani. At night, when we become wolf beasts, we are his bloodthirsty wolves, instruments and executors of his darkest designs. After many nights in his mental servitude, we return to the lands of Barovia, to the city of Telfordorf, in the former territory of Gundarak. We are ordered by Duke Gundar to seek the support of a mysterious magistrate and alchemist who deals with arcane and occult powers. When we enter the decrepit mansion, we feel a strong evil aura, and the old magistrate who receives us seems to read our souls with his penetrating gaze. It does not take long before he decides to show himself in his true form, like a monstrous creature in wizard hopes, with the face of a jackal. Come closer, wolves and leashes. I can offer a solution to your problems. Join us, subscribe to this channel, and together we will listen to Inahira's unholy proposal. The Arkandalov that makes evil pacts, and who once held Strad von Zarovich's soul in his book of contracts.